Hello Spectrumites and other people. My name is Forrest and welcome to the Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum. The podcast for you to learn about the autism spectrum, learn what it's like for someone like me to live on the spectrum, and what marriage is like between two people on the spectrum. What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the podcast, The Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum. I'm your host, Forrest, as the intro at the beginning here said, and I'm actually doing this sort of on the fly. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, October 4th, this was recorded on the night of Tuesday, October 3rd. So why, maybe you're asking? Uh, that's because over the last week, uh, I've been extremely, extremely busy. In some cases, it is kind of my fault that I am at this point recording an episode on the fly the night before this is actually supposed to come out. And in other cases, in another case, uh, it's not really my fault. Um, so KG and I, my wife KG and I, just got back recently from a trip up in Green Bay, Wisconsin to attend a friend's wedding where I was an usher. We left last Thursday and didn't come back until Monday. And I didn't bring my microphone with me. I didn't really think I would have the time to do something like record a podcast episode. And that is technically true. I did not. I did not have the time to record an episode. And I had 75% of um, the script for the next episode done. So what am I doing here? Like, what is this episode exactly? Um, I gave that some thought, and I decided to go a little bit into um, that trip to Green Bay that uh, my wife and I had, as well as address something that I've been doing with the podcast recently. So first of all, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I Uh, typically stay on a pretty consistent theme. I always try to make sure that this show stays pretty consistently about autism itself, uh, my experiences on the autism spectrum, and what marriage is like on the autism spectrum. But this season of the podcast, I've been kind of doing something a little bit different. Okay, maybe quite a bit different where I go a little bit more into the things, some of the things that I grew up with, especially media-wise, pop culture, things like uh, movies, TV shows, still have to um, get into books later, but movies, TV shows, and music so far, um, you know, some of the music that has really um, had a massive impact on me growing up, uh, some of the movies, that have had an impact on me growing up, and I have yet to talk about uh, a video game that has really had a a massive impact on me growing up, as well as a couple of books. It's definitely going to get deep with the books. And I know that's not exactly exclusive to the topic of autism. I know that in some cases it's kind of even felt like um, the subject of autism is shoehorned in a little bit rather than feeling like a natural part of the discussion. And a large part of that is because while talking about autism and talking about marriage on the autism spectrum, while those things are important to me on the show and it is important, it will continue to be important to me moving forward, I also want the show to be 
about me? What makes me tick? What are the things that I gravitate towards? What are the things I like? What are the things that have had an influence on me growing up? What are the books, movies, TV shows, video games, music, etc. that have really shaped and formed the person that I am today? Um, I'm a huge fan of pop culture. I tend to be the um, I tend to be the the type of person that loves to not only consume that type of stuff, but also analyze it, study it. What does this thing tell us? You know, what does this th- thing tell us about our society? What does it tell us about humanity? What does it reveal about ourselves and each other? These are things that really matter to me. These are things that I'm very passionate about digging into. And yes, it is connected to my passion as a storyteller. I am working on the third draft of my very first novel, or at least the very first novel that I will be finishing, um, a cyberpunk thriller novel with some... um, politics in it, but, like, politics in the sort of, like, gangs, gang politics, uh, which is pretty fun, and uh, I'm working on the third draft of this now, and it's absolutely insane how far I've managed to get with this book, and how, after about a year of working on it, I have still not given up on it, and I really kind of screwed up at one point, particularly in the first draft. I kind of screwed up to the point where if I had given up right then and there, I don't think people would have honestly... I don't think people would have honestly blamed me. Um, I had really run into a brick wall at one point and had to really, really turn it around, you know, turn the ship around and go for something really different, go for something that uh, that works. So the second draft was all about kind of piecing that together, fixing it, uh, filling the holes in that sinking ship. And then the third draft has been about final finalizing it really, really fleshing out the story and the characters um, in the best way that I possibly can. Uh, I even have a character, I'll go ahead and say this, but uh, there's even a character in this book who is on the autism spectrum and is, uh, um, funny enough, the easiest character to write. Um, It's kind of funny. I actually had someone tell me that I should maybe um, ask neurotypical people how they interact with each other, how neurotypical people talk to each other, so I can, um, so I can better reflect that in the book, because not everyone in the book is on the autism spectrum, obviously, that would be weird, um, but yeah, this is something that I'm really passionate about, and I really wanted to emphasize that more this season, and I felt like people would probably feel more connected to my material if I talk a bit more about myself and in ways that isn't always just about my autism, because I'm more than just my autism, right? You know, I'm more than just my uh, autism. I'm more than just, um, you know, the successes and struggles that I've had in it. Yes, they do play a, a big part in my life, but they're still not everything. And they're still not, and they're not they don't define my wife either. So that's why the season has been a little bit lighter on explaining autism uh, thoroughly. If you want more of that, though, I am continuing to write blog posts on my substack at thepancakeking.substack.com. I do talk about autism more thoroughly in those articles, and it is a real blast to do. 
but I did not, there was no blog post last weekend, and again, that was because I was up in Green Bay, and if I wasn't doing anything up in Green Bay, uh, I was too tired and exhausted, honestly, to work on anything, so that is, um, kind of a big reason why there hasn't been much activity going on lately on the Substack, and it is fully my intention to write that ship and get back into it, uh, give you guys a blog post this weekend on the pancaking.substack.com. If you're not already there, you can subscribe there and receive emails of blog posts and new podcast episodes whenever they come out. Uh, it's really great stuff, and I'm pretty proud of it. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I want to do with this podcast and with this blog, you know, even over the next year. Um, I always like to try to think of new ways that I can change things up, change the status quo, um, experiment with the formula a little bit. And this season really is, it, it is really experimental. And I'm only able to know exactly whether or not I'm going in the, in the right direction if I get feedback. Um, so if you're listening to this you and you like what you hear, or you've already been listening to this show for a while, uh, give me feedback on the pancakeking.substack.com in the comments section of this uh, particular podcast episode, or you can email me at thevanzopmedia at gmail.com. And I would be more than happy to receive your feedback and consider all of it. You know, I will take everything into consideration as long as your feedback is civil and polite. You know, you can be constructively critical or you can, um, and you can be, um, and as long as you're civil about it, then uh, I will consider all of it. Um, so anyway, uh, my wife and I went up to Green Bay, Wisconsin uh, this last weekend, and it was the first time I've ever been to Green Bay, Wisconsin. I used to live in Wisconsin, actually. Um, when I was younger, I, uh, lived in Kenosha. Uh, it's where I spent maybe at least three years of my life. <laughs> uh, it does seem like as I was growing up, me and my family would only spend two to three years at a time at our place before moving to another one. Um, moving to another area or just moving to another home. Uh, heck, I even lived in Ireland for three months. So I've been around um, uh, Roswell, New Mexico, Denver, Colorado, where I was born, Ireland, um, Kenosha, Wisconsin, just like I kind of just seem to be all over the map. Uh, for at least half of my life, which is pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, we went up to Green Bay, which by the way, Green Bay has a fetish with roundabouts. I don't know if you live there and I don't know if you've been there, but if, um, if you fit in either of those, you should know that Green Bay has an absolute obsession with roundabouts and it drove me nuts. I couldn't stop Stand it. It was just roundabout after roundabout after roundabout. It's, ins it's insane. And I hated it. <laughs> um, it was kind of funny because, uh, you know, my wife and I got a room. It was just at this sleep in. Um, so, you know, nothing really fancy. Expensive. Um, it was pretty clear that there was a, there was a very clear example of price gouging, uh, happening there. Um, it just so happens that the first night that we spent there was when a Green Bay Packers game was happening in the area. So naturally, um, the prices for even some of the smaller hotels there were higher. Um, it was a pretty comfortable hotel altogether. And 
there was barely anybody there after night one. It was like after night one, uh, everyone had been to the game. Um, they they weren't staying in the area anymore, so they kind of just they kind of left, and um, we had most of the hotel to ourselves. There were very very few people there, so it was kind of funny. It was the um, the first time I really felt like we had an entire almost an entire hotel building to ourselves. Um, you know, I felt pretty lonely, very quiet. There were very, there were very few employees there. Um, and, uh, so that was interesting. Uh, getting to visit, you know, grocery stores that I hadn't visited in a long time, like Woodman's, uh, for example, was a lot of fun. Um, my mom used to shop at Woodman's all the time, uh, when we lived in Kenosha. And it's funny because walking in there, I do, I couldn't, like, I don't know how to identify that store exactly. Like, it, it's, it's bigger than Hy-Vee, maybe about as big as Walmart, but it definitely had more. Um, and, but it had, but it also sold things in, it sold uh, some things in bulk, like a Costco. So it was really weird. I, um, I, I don't know exactly how to, like, how to best compare that store. It really was its own thing. Anyway, uh, so that was fun. I, I got to, um, shop with, uh, my friends to, um, to get stuff for, uh, my friend's wedding, uh, party and everything. That's what my wife and I were going up to Green Bay for in the first place was uh, my friend's wedding. I was not sure there. Um, it, it was a lot of fun altogether. I had an absolute amazing uh, couple of days. Like day one, just got to shop with my uh, friends and get stuff for the wedding party. That was a really good time. The funny thing too is um, my wife and I spent the rest of the day just kind of like exploring and I'll be honest, I kind of hyped up Green Bay in my mind. I thought it was going to look way more extravagant than it actually wound up being, um, when really it, it wasn't that unique. I mean, Green Bay's nice. Like, I'm not saying that it's bad, but, you know, it, it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't extravagant. It wasn't anything too fancy. Um, you know, we got to walk along Lake Michigan, which was really nice. Uh, had stopped at this sushi place that was expensive, but still pretty good overall. Um, my friend and his family only eat organic food, so that, to me, after a while, just, that got overwhelming. <laughs> I, like, I don't eat organic food regularly every day, so that was, it was just, everything was organic. Even, um, I swear, even the cake at the wedding was probably organic. It was really, really good, really dense chocolate cake, but I swear it was probably, that was probably organic. The drink I had was organic. Like, everything there was just organic. Um, after my wife and I left the wedding reception, we just stopped at McDonald's on the way back to the hotel, like at, um, like at 8.30 at night, um, almost like we had to cleanse our palate, uh, in a way. And then I was reminded of how disgusting McDonald's actually is. So, yeah. Um, better ways to, there are better ways to cleanse your pan, uh, palate with uh, inorganic, inorganic food. Um, but uh, one thing that was really, really cool at the trip was, uh, one thing that was is great about my friend who was getting married, um, he really, he, to him, it's important to him to make, everyone feels special there. 
you know, I was a, a, I was an usher at the wedding, so I got to, I got to lead someone's grandmother down the line, and, um, that was fun, it, it, it felt great to feel important, um, in that way, like, it felt great to have a role there, uh, I took maybe 356 photos and videos of the entire trip altogether, uh, in 60 frames per second, so my phone battery was dying, <laughs> like, dying really, really fast within the hour. Um, I had to be very mindful of that and always keep a charger on me uh, because I wanted to shoot the video in a nice way. I wanted to shoot it, uh, make it look really, really clear, really sharp, really nice. Um, I didn't want to go for lower than that because uh, I hope to kind of um, kind of staple all that stuff uh, together as a, as, not, as a nice big video and send it over to my friends. So um, anyway, he bought, uh, my friend bought, and had these customized and bought these pocket watches, which were supposed to go with the suits we were wearing on the wedding day, and, uh, so I got a pocket watch, had my name on it, uh, the word usher underneath, and then under that, the date of the actual wedding day, um, so that was really, really cool that he, got those customized and, and made, you know, for each of us, like, again, we were all, special we were treated very specially and um and he really appreciated us all being there so that was a really really great time um the reception location being in this like big park with the bridge where my friend uh proposed to his now wife really really cool just awesome um there was a history there was a history there you could tell and uh, i really i thought that was really really cool um the wedding, like, just getting to meet different people. I've always been a pretty extroverted and social person, so it was uh, pretty easy for me to connect with people that I didn't really know. Um, uh, wait, I had, I didn't have to buy my vest, um, for the, uh, for the suit that I was wearing. It was pretty, it was pretty much completely provided, not only provided for me, but I didn't have to return it. <laughs> um, I got to take it back home with me. Uh, you know, and it was nice. It, it's kind of sad because, uh, like my friend here, he, um, he was in my life a couple of years ago to kind of give you some history. I, I know I'm kind of rambling here, but I promise that like I'm getting to some good stuff and I hope you've been entertained with us up to this point. But I first met him uh, a couple of years ago. I think the earliest time was probably to like either the end of 2015 or the beginning of 2016 um one of my mutual friends or one of our mutual friends uh introduced me to him and it would be me and us and a and a couple of other people we would meet together at like meet up together at village inn on wednesday nights it'd be pie night and back when village inn was doing pie night and uh, this guy, who I will refer to as um, Jack the Red, <laughs> that's a name he um, goes by on uh, on YouTube and uh, stuff like that. So I would just call him Jack. Uh, so Jack, he was always a uh, he would always be sitting like at the center of uh, our long table, and he was always he always had words of wisdom. He always had guidance for people. He always he was a He's always been such a spiritual leader. You know, he always talks to people who are older and wiser than him. 
he was able to get guidance from people like that um you know and people like the people that i was uh, with at village and like they loved him they loved talking to him they loved interacting with him he was like funny and nerdy and witty but he also just had this um incredible uh wisdom about him and obviously these things still apply to him today um and I love how symbolically he would always be sitting like in the middle of the table. So I, I joke, I would joke and call him Lucas Christ. <laughs> um, but like the pie nights kind of dissipated after a while. And this took like a few years, like two ish, two and a half, three years or so after uh, I started meeting him. And then my life got crazy because. I was moving out of my parents' house, I was getting my own apartment, I was starting to work full-time at my first full-time job, and it got to the point where, like, Pi Night disappeared from Villagen, they weren't doing it anymore, so I didn't, like, obviously there wasn't really any way for us to meet up together, and I didn't have Jack's number, I didn't really have a way to reach him except um, through, you know, our mutual friend. And after a while, eventually Jack did kind of start to trickle back into my uh, into my life a bit, um, and we would like hang out as a group at my, at my first apartment. We just got like we would huddle together in what was meant to be the bedroom that I kind of just turned into an entertainment center, and it was almost like a walk-in closet the size of it, uh, and he did kind of start he did start to um, develop a role in my life again. And it got to the point where once in a while, I would even call him myself just to ask for, uh, guidance on certain things. And, you know, cause I knew that he was good at that type of stuff. He even, even he admitted that, uh, if he sees a friend of his calling, he knows the phone call is probably going to uh, be a long one. <laughs> so, um, I would have him on as a as a guest in uh, one of my older podcasts, and uh, he was always great at like providing some of his own insight. But I tended to disagree with him on a lot. You know, our views, um, our religious views, our political views, and stuff like that. They don't always uh, line up the same. They don't. They they're not always. Yeah, they're just not always the same. They don't line up the same. They don't align um, exactly right. And I kind of just remember thinking, especially after he moved to Green Bay, uh, to finish his school there, and he's still there now, (laughs) due to a long story that basically placed him there for now indefinitely, I definitely, I started to think after he moved up there, I realized how, how little I actually cared about the fact that Um, He and I butted heads over a lot, and I just started to appreciate more, um, like, really how, how much wisdom he has. I mean, wisdom is the key word here. Wisdom is the, um, the word I think of the most when I think of him, and I, I think that's fantastic. You know, he's a, a very, a very noble man. He, um, has a very strong moral compass, a very strong sense of what is right and what is wrong, and and very rarely have I ever seen him stray from that. Um, he digs his heels in on on what he believes, and he 
um, is very, like, he is 100% confident on what he believes to be true, what he knows to be true. Um, and I've always admired that about him. I've always appreciated that about him. Like, we could have conversations that can, that go on forever. He's a very, very talkative person. You can get him to talk a lot. Like, you can get him to talk for a long time about things that you had no idea were even possible to talk about for that long. <laughs> um, and he can talk everything from uh, philosophy to being a chiropractor uh, to video games and Star Wars and all that type of stuff. And he always, um, he like, he looked at things very, very deeply. He never settled for small talk. I don't even think he was very, like, like me, I don't think he liked small talk very much. Um... And, you know, he wanted to get, he wanted to dig in deep. He wanted to get real deep into this stuff. So, it's kind of funny. At one point, I wondered if he himself was on the autism spectrum because he definitely has some of those symptoms. I mean, he is passionate, passionate about the things that, um, that he loves and the things that he believes that he can, he can go on forever about this stuff. He like talk for really long, long stretches to the point where I'm the one that has to kind of like go, okay, you know, it's getting late. Conversation needs to end here. Um, he's not really the type of, uh, he, he's not a very emotionally expressive person. Um, he doesn't, have a whole lot in the way of like, um, like nonverbal expressions, uh, facial expressions. Uh, he's often pretty stoic. Has maybe two or three expressions that I can think of, and he also uh, has a very specific tone when he's talking. And it uh, like it's either like kind of this this straight, almost flat flatline octave, or it's like it's pretty high pitched when he gets really passionate um other, otherwise though his voice kind of stays on, on the same uh same exact wavelength um and maybe that's one of the reasons why I have been able to get along with him so well because he and I are honestly we are very 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 different he might be in terms of differences he might be one of the most different people um in my circle of friends and yet um, I feel like I can connect with him. I feel like I can get on the same wavelength as him, at least in terms of being able to carry conversations. Um, and I don't know. I like to think I have that sixth sense when it comes to figuring out whether or not someone has autism. I can't confirm, you know, I can't confirm that he has autism. And quite frankly, even if he does, I don't think he needs, I don't honestly think he needs to be uh, diagnosed. There isn't really anything about him that's holding him back from the best things that he can experience in his life. I mean, he just recently got married for crying out loud and he has a, um, he is on a very, very promising career path where he gets to do exactly what he loves doing, exactly what he's passionate about doing. And the kind of life that he leads is the kind of life that I want to strive for. It's the, it's the kind of life that I want to strive for every freaking day, <laughs> like every week, every day, you know, I do like, Jack is the type of person who I look up to. You know, there are like, there are very few people in my personal life that I look up to, but he's one of them. 
So, you know, so it was an honor to, you know, be an usher in his wedding. And um, I love the fact that he thought of me enough and appreciated me enough that he was going, uh, he was going to figure out what kind of a role I could play in his wedding. And uh, it was an honor and a privilege to be a part of that. And I'm very happy that I was. Uh, this was the first trip of the scale that my wife and I uh, have ever done. And um, ultimately, I think it went really well. I think it was, uh, I think it was just done incredibly well. It was a, a long trip there and back, but we made it. So, yeah, there you go. I think the second half of this episode plays more into the type of themes that I go um, go with for this show, ultimately, but uh, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to my rant that I basically had to come up with on the spot uh, the night before an episode is supposed to come out. Next week, um, there will be a completed episode that will continue going uh, the way I had originally planned it and the way I had originally outlined it. So, until then, I will talk to you guys next week, and have a good day and stuff. (laughs) Bye-bye.